Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, Donald Trump arrives in New York City ahead of his historic arraignment, meeting with his advisors and legal teams at Trump Tower before his day in court. Here are tonight's headlines. The former president lands in New York, preparing to surrender and hear the some 30 charges against him. And tonight, law enforcement on high alert for possible protests. Our message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. Oh, my gosh. Nearly 90 tornadoes in more than a dozen states, including New Jersey, all leave a trail of destruction and a rising death toll. And we're all just hunkered down praying, praying to God. Russian police have arrested a female suspect in a bombing that killed a prominent supporter of Russia's war on Ukraine. Oil prices jump as OPEC Plus announces it is slashing worldwide production. NASA names the crew for a history-making mission to the moon's orbit. This is our crew. This is humanity's crew. McDonald's temporarily shutters its U.S. corporate offices ahead of reported layoffs.
Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. Tonight at this hour, Donald Trump is meeting with his new legal team as he prepares to be the first former president to see the inside of the courtroom as a defendant. On Tuesday, he'll travel down to lower Manhattan to surrender to the New York district attorney. And tonight we're wondering, will there be cameras in the courtroom? Trump's lawyers today opposing them, arguing it would create a circus-like atmosphere. We are also learning new details about the charges, including at least one felony likely for falsifying business records in the first degree. That felony charge would not prevent Trump from running for office again. Trump was escorted by the Secret Service from his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida to his Trump Tower apartment in New York City. Crowds have gathered and security is tight. The entire NYPD on standby. We've got team coverage and CBS's Robert Costa will start us off from outside the courthouse in New York City. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. A surreal and historic American scene today. A former president making his way to New York ahead of a criminal arraignment, all as legal and political uncertainty hover. Supporters cheered on former President Donald Trump as a motorcade of black SUVs shuttled him to Palm Beach Airport. The beginning of a history-making trip that now finds Trump in legal jeopardy and the political spotlight. Once in New York, Trump made his way through a city on high alert with protesters and police officers on the streets. Trump is already on the attack ahead of his arraignment, claiming the judge overseeing the case, Juan Mershon, hates me, and calling the prosecution a witch hunt. This was a political persecution. I've been around criminal justice for 35, 36 years. I've never seen anything like this, where you literally announce your target and revive cases with perjuring witnesses in an effort to just bring him down at all costs. Though the indictment is sealed until Tuesday, sources say Trump will likely be charged with falsifying business records in the first degree, a felony. Stemming from his alleged role in hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels back in 2016. I should not be held accountable for Donald Trump's dirty deeds. Michael Cohen, a key witness for the prosecution, alleges Trump directed him to make the payments to Daniels. Cohen has served time in prison, partly for his role in that exchange. Does this ultimately get to trial? I know he won't settle. That's not in his, it's not in his DNA. He will fight this all the way to the end. On Tuesday, Trump will arrive at Manhattan Criminal Court for processing just before noon. He will be fingerprinted and may stand for a mugshot, but he will not be handcuffed. At the 215 arraignment, the judge is expected to outline the charges against Trump and ask for him to enter a plea. District Attorney Alvin Bragg's decision to indict stunned and angered Trump, but he has also capitalized on it. The campaign claims to have raised over $7 million since. When they go after me, they're going after you. Republicans came to Trump's defense this weekend, including potential competitors in the 2024 race. They're trying to do all these legal gymnastics to try to act like it's a felony. But other Republicans sense Trump's 2024 presidential campaign could now be vulnerable. And at least one rival, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchison, jumped into the race Sunday. We need to have a leader uh, that can distance themselves from uh, some of the bad instincts that drive Mr. Trump. And ahead of a possible trial, Trump has now added a new lawyer to his ranks, Todd Blanche, a veteran criminal defense lawyer who once represented former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and a Rudy Giuliani associate. Nora. Robert Costa, thank you very much. 
The unprecedented nature of the Trump indictment has the NYPD, one of the world's largest police departments, out in full force. CBS's Jeff Begay's reports federal and state and law enforcement are also on hand. With the former president's arrival here in New York, the city is on high alert tonight. Trump Tower, the 58-story building in the heart of one of the world's most famous avenues, is all but surrounded by security barricades, swamped by police and secret service. Police tell us there are no specific or credible threats, but they are prepared for violence. There are about 35,000 police officers in uniform in this city right now, ready to deploy if they're problems. There may be some rabble-rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow, a message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. Investigators from the FBI, NYPD, and Secret Service are combing through social media for any possible plot similar to the January 6th attack. They are seeing calls for violence directed at government officials, including Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, whose security was recently increased. We are investigating any threats that may be made to the DA or any of his, uh, his staff. New York City Mayor Eric Adams singled out Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is joining a pro-Trump rally near Manhattan Criminal Court tomorrow. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is known to spread mis misinformation and hate speech, uh, she stated she's coming to town. While you're in town, be on your best behavior. Tomorrow morning, the former president will leave his residence here at Trump Tower and head south to lower Manhattan. It is a four-mile drive, and he will, of course, be surrounded by his Secret Service detail, 100 people strong. Along the route, there will be road closures as well as a phalanx of security cameras tracking that motorcade. Nora. Jeff Pegues, thank you very much. Well, now to our other top story, the deadly wave of tornadoes that left a trail of destruction through the Midwest and the South over the weekend. At least 33 people were killed from Illinois to Alabama with nearly 90 twisters touching down over three days. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in one of the hardest hit communities of Little Rock, Arkansas. You need to get out of there. The deadly storms that raced through parts of the country this weekend left a path of destruction from Arkansas to Delaware. The National Weather Service confirmed over 80 tornadoes touched down over two days, including in Belvedere, Illinois, where more than 250 people were inside the Apollo Theater when a twister hit, causing the roof to collapse. First responders scrambled to rescue trapped concert goers. One man died. Nine people were killed in McNary County, Tennessee, while in Wynn, Arkansas, four people were killed after a powerful EF3 tornado with winds up to 165 miles per hour devastated the small community. And Val Axelrod had just moved into her new home in Little Rock as the storm the hit. At 2.15, the movers drove off. At 2.23, I heard the noise. Cell phone video recorded that same system as it tore through Little Rock. This woman tried to hold the door shut as the tornado passed by. But she was no match for the storm's power. Luckily, she was unharmed. Oh, it was fast. It was extremely fast. Michael Bennett was at work when his wife told him a tornado was nearby. He quickly ran inside and recorded this video as the tornado struck, packing 160 mile per hour winds. When he stepped outside, just 30 seconds later, he was shocked. Oh my gosh. 
Bennett lost his business, but he thanks God he made it out alive. I had no idea how, how quick things could change so rapidly. It's just crazy to me to, to live through that. At last check, just over 11,000 customers were without power. Cleanup here is going to take months, and crews here are not going to get a break because there's more severe weather in the forecast tomorrow evening. Nora? Oh, that's what's so scary. Omar Villafranca, thank you for being there. 35 million Americans are in the path of that severe weather that Omar just mentioned. So let's bring in meteorologist Alex Wilson from our partners at the Weather Channel. She's got new details. Good evening, Alex. Nora, after deadly severe weather late last week, we're again bracing for dangerous storms tomorrow. Severe weather Friday into Saturday. Each and every one of these is a tornado report. Now we look at tomorrow's risk area. Very similar areas to watch, including our northern and southern zones. Now, northern areas, parts of Iowa and Illinois, you're going to be watching the afternoon hours tomorrow for that risk of not just tornadoes, but large hail, gusty, damaging winds. For the southern zone, it could be a very late evening, even overnight threat that you need to be bracing for. Wednesday, severe weather moves into parts of the Ohio Valley and Northeast. On top of that, we've got big snow coming to the west and the plains. Blizzard warnings in effect for the Dakotas and Nebraska. So, Nora, a lot of weather happening. Alex Wilson, thank you so much. We're learning new details about last week's deadly shooting that killed three students and three staffers at the Covenant School in Nashville. Police revealed that the shooter, a former student at the school, fired more than 150 rounds before being killed by police. Police say writings left by the shooter document months of planning prior to the attack. A crowd estimated in the thousands joined Nashville Students Day for a March for Our Lives rally at the Tennessee State Capitol. The student walkout began at 10.13 this morning. That's the exact time the first shots were fired. Among their demands, an assault weapons ban and extreme risk protection orders. Today, the Kremlin is blaming Ukraine for an explosion in a St. Petersburg cafe Sunday that killed a pro-Putin blogger. CBS's Holly Williams reports on how the bomb may have been literally handed to the intended victim. In St. Petersburg yesterday, Vladlen Tartarsky, a well-known Russian military blogger, was presented with a statue. A bomb was hidden inside, according to Russian state media, and when it exploded, it killed Tartarsky, injuring at least 32 others. He'd been a vocal supporter of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, saying last year, we will kill everyone, we will rob everyone we need. Russia's now arrested this woman, Daria Trepova. I brought a statuette that exploded, she said in a video released by the Interior Ministry, but we don't know if her confession was forced. Russia's also under pressure from the US over the arrest of an American journalist, Evan Gershkovich, on spying charges. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken had a rare phone call with his Russian counterpart, urging Moscow to release the reporter who works for the Wall Street Journal. And today, a Moscow court said Gershkovich is appealing his detention. Evan is a journalist. Everyone you talk to know Evan is a journalist. He never worked as a spy. It's just, you know, to hear those words is just completely bizarre. Piotr Sauer is a close friend of Gershkovich and a fellow journalist. Is it possible that he's essentially being used as a, as a hostage by the Russian yeah, government? Yeah, this is, you know, uh, just hostage taking. Um, this is, uh, we don't know why they're doing it at this point, but we know that the spy charges are completely absurd. 
Russia's invasion of Ukraine has had many unforeseen repercussions. Tomorrow, Finland will become a member of NATO, a move prompted by Russia's attack on its neighbor. Nora. Holly Williams, thank you. Gas prices could soon be headed higher after OPEC plus countries announced a major cutback in oil production. Oil prices jumped more than 6% after Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Kuwait said they will cut supplies by more than 1 million barrels a day. Now to four astronauts who NASA says have the right stuff. The space agency named one woman and three men to the crew for the first mission to the moon in more than half century. CBS's Mark Strassman reports it's the first time a woman and a black astronaut have been named to a lunar crew. Ladies and gentlemen, your Artemis II crew. NASA's deep space hopes will rocket with this crew. To the moon, to Mars, and beyond. Moonbound astronauts, the first in more than a half century. We know how big this moment is, and I personally feel it's so much bigger than me and my name being attached to it. On this diverse Artemis II crew, three Americans, all space veterans, and a Canadian. Reed Weissman, a U.S. Navy captain and the mission commander. Victor Glover, the first black astronaut to make a long-duration space flight. Christina Cook, a member of the first three all-female spacewalks, and Canadian Jeremy Hansen, the only space rookie aboard. Our focus is 100% on being successful in this vehicle. After launch, the Orion capsule will reach the moon in four days for a lunar flyby. This crew could push deeper into space than any humans ever before finishing their 10-day mission. What's critical? This flight will be the first test of Orion's complete life support systems. NASA envisions the moon as a proving ground for eventual missions to Mars. Do you now look at the moon a little differently? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> We've spent our entire lives looking up at the moon. And now we're going to go out there and look back at Earth from that same distance. That is crazy. Some of their Artemis training will happen right behind me in NASA's mock-up Orion capsule. That training will start in June, take about 18 months, and that means, Nora, we could see Artemis II launch late next year. Mark Strassman with another Out of This World interview. Thank you, Mark. Fast food giant McDonald's closes its corporate offices and reportedly cancels all meetings across the U.S. How will it affect your Happy Meal? That's next. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 
Attorneys for the Virginia teacher shot this past January by a first grader filed a $40 million lawsuit against administrators and the school district today. Abigail Zwerner was seriously wounded when she was shot by a six-year-old during class. The suit alleges that officials ignored reports that the boy had a gun on school property and had a history of violence. McDonald's temporarily shut down its corporate offices across the U.S. today ahead of expected layoffs. The Wall Street Journal reports the company told staffers to work from home through Wednesday while they inform people of their status. It is part of an effort by the fast food giant to become more efficient. McDonald's stock was mostly flat in today's trading after hitting an all-time high last week. A mother and baby are reunited nearly two months after a deadly earthquake in Turkey. We'll have the emotional reunion. That's next. In Turkey, she was called the Miracle Baby. More than five days after an earthquake struck Turkey in February, Vetin was pulled from the rubble with no health problems. Her mother once thought dead. Well, now, nearly two months later, she's been reunited with her mom. After DNA tests matched mother and daughter, the infant was placed in her mom's arms late last week. A miracle indeed. The college basketball season comes to an end after a wild month. That's next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From bracket breakers to record breakers, March Madness had it all. The wild and historic NCAA men's basketball tournament will crown a new champion tonight. CBS's Jan Crawford takes a look at how both the men and especially the women made this a tournament for the ages. Carson banks it in! My goodness! It's wizardry! Thrilling and spectacular. Pool going for the dagger. You bet. The night belonged to LSU, scoring a record 102 points over Iowa, capping an unforgettable tournament with record crowds and ratings. Kim Mulkey. Legendary coach Kim Mulkey went back home to Louisiana, promising to take this team all the way, bringing together players like Alexis Morris, Jasmine Carson, and tournament MVP Angel Reese. This is crazy good stuff. Go party, Louisiana. It was LSU's first ever basketball title, which on the men's side is exactly what San Diego State is seeking tonight. The Aztecs take on powerhouse UConn, which mauled Miami and has steamrolled past every opponent so far this tournament. But even if tonight's game is a classic, this year will forever be remembered for the history made by the women, 
From Iowa's Caitlin Clark, who shattered records and was breathtakingly brilliant. And you can hear Kim Markey saying to Caitlin Clark, you're a generational player. To LSU's dominance in the game that mattered most, all the marquee names and the buzz were in Dallas, celebrating the Tigers. Hear them roar. Jan Crawford, CBS News. What a thrill to watch. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.